This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call, they can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well... What can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope exactly my friend now doesn't that make you feel better yes bro that's so much more off my mind welcome everyone to another episode of two men no hope podcast this is the space on the internet where you can be yourself where you can come you can be embarrassed you can be excited excitable jamie <laughs> you can uh be angry anything you want this is a place to be you can send in your emails and we will give you advice and just talk to you as mates. And if not, hopefully we'll make you laugh. But as always, we really hope you subscribe. And if uh, you want to leave the same stars, you can do what you like. How's it going, Jamie? Good. Very good. Um, just to re- reiterate what uh, Dan said as well, there's no judgments here. Even if we are taking the piss out of you, we're not judging you. <laughs> 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 I was thinking about the other day because... Um, a couple of our YouTube videos, we're getting comments on. Mm. I can't remember if I mentioned this podcast in the in the previous episode, but then like some of the comments, I was just sort of like, like people only see it like black and white. Yeah, and you so can see like, they've clearly not read or listened to the whole yeah. thing. So it's just like a lot of them are like, "You got to man up, you got to man up, and you've got to tell them, just tell them." <laughs> I'm like, life's not as easy as just got to fucking tell them. Yeah, you know I mean, mm. there's so many other. <clears throat> so but I factors. thought myself, yeah, and I just thought to myself, thank God we take the brunt of it, like, like because we keep everything anonymous, everything like that. Like the listeners never, oh yeah, yeah, get anything apart from us. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then when when we're ridiculing them as well, it's 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 all out of jest as well. It's not it's never malicious. But some of the comments, or especially on the YouTube or the TikTok, they they just make me laugh because it's like. There was that one person that was triggered by something that we said about... Do you remember when we said about that guy and he woke up and his missus... Uh, no, his, the girl that he slept with the night before woke up and told him he was clapped. Do you remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we started making jokes about the word clapped. 
And she like took it so seriously. She was like, you should never call someone ugly. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh, fucking hell, the snowflakes are out to play, man. This is why 2023 yeah. is a bad year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I just thought I'd... Um... I just I'm trying to I'm like experimenting with like a little intros thing. Mm. That's that was that was number one. That's number one. How many have you got? One. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak it. I'm gonna eventually I'm gonna write it down like the disclaimer. Ah right yeah yeah. So, so we have like out. a yeah yeah. So when we get an email that says call up the new intro, I'll be like right, I'm writing that down. <laughs> uh yeah so i am oh man i fuck it i was staying at sabina's over the last weekend yeah and um i can't what day it was i think it was saturday we ended up like staying up quite late watching a film and stuff like that and then she got up to the toilet it must be like midnight Mm. and i got up to get a drink of water and i could see into the the kitchen because of she was in the bathroom so i come out she opens the door like wide open blinds me so i end up standing in this in the doorway of the kitchen and she turns the light out so i'm like completely pitch black and then she walks into me and because obviously she's blinded by the light as well she screams so loud in my face like she was being murdered <laughs> and i swear to god i'm gonna shit myself <laughs> like i could feel like a little popping out and I was like, why are you shouting in my face for? And she's like, why are you standing there? And I'm like, because I couldn't see anything. You blinded me. Where am I going to walk? <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Seriously, my heart was fucking racing like a bloody... What was that That term that someone used in a previous one? Like a like dog a out of a trap. Greyhound out of a trap. Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I had a similar situation to that because obviously Charlotte's obsessed with me sleepwalking because I've had some problems with sleepwalking in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, for work, obviously, I'm getting up at 4am. So I'm like up moseying around. I say moseying around. I, I sound like a serial killer trying to kill someone in the bathroom for two out for about 20 minutes in the morning. <laughs> like I, I've just completely lost my temper every morning. I'm the same because I don't want to wake up so early and uh, doing all this stuff. And I've got all the lights off. Mm. I turn around and there's a silhouette of a woman with her hair over her face. It's Charlotte thinking that I'm pissing in the middle of the night from my fucking <laughs> uh, sleepwalking. And I like, screamed like an eight-year-old girl. And, it... <laughs> and she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm getting ready for work. <laughs> aggressively get the fuck out of my way <laughs> and then I'm just walking down the stairs I'm like how ridiculous and then uh, <laughs> the following week she found me walking down the stairs like trying to make my way down the stairs and then she asked me what I'm doing I've got the phone to my ear yeah completely stark naked Dan yeah, yeah. And when she asked me where I'm doing I redirected into this room and I told her I'm sorting something out for, out for the podcast at like 3 a.m., completely start naked with no one on the phone. I'm just speaking into it. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Obviously, dreaming about making deals for the podcast. That's what I'm doing. Fucking hell. I wonder if you'll sleepwalk. No, because I've never actually experienced you sleepwalking before. 
No, I haven't done it in a while. Touchwood. I haven't done it in a while either. So hopefully it's uh, it was a brief interlude in my life. <laughs> it was about six, seven months there of me doing it every now and then. I um, me and Spina have been talking about her moving into the house. All right. And I said to her, I was like, oh, um, I think it's probably best if I put my clothes, not all of my clothes, like my work clothes in like the spare room. Yeah. And she's like, why? And I was like, because obviously when I get up in the morning at 4am, I won't disturb you as much. Mm. But it's going to be a hard transition because when I get up now, I walk around the house with like either TikTok on my phone or like YouTube or like Netflix. I've been watching Friends. So the minute I get up, I put friends on my phone and then I go and I sit on the toilet and then brush my teeth for the whole time I'm watching my phone. I will playing it aloud. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm on my own, don't I? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. So I either have got to cut that out like a normal human being would or it's maybe headphones. I have to leave headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I know which one I'd be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but I know for a while that I would like up at four o'clock in the morning looking for these wireless headphones, drop them, swearing, mm. and she ends up waking up anyway. And I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, I've, <laughs> Charlotte's always been weirded out by this, but I've got a weird thing. I don't know whether it's because my growing up, my room was quite small, so I don't know whether it's because of that. But ever since me and Charlotte moved in together, ever since I remember, I always get dressed in the bathroom. Oh yeah, I never get dressed in the bedroom ever. But I, we, we don't have a wardrobe in our bedroom anyway because obviously we've got two spare rooms. So one I put all my clothes in, one she puts all their clothes in. But even when we were in the flat, when the, the wardrobe is in our room, I would always, without fail, even if Charlotte's not in, I will get changed in the the bathroom with the door shut and locked. Is that not weird as fuck? It's just a thing I've always done. And it's unconscious, and sometimes I find myself doing it where I'm in there, and there's no one in the house other than Rocco. And I'm getting changed in the bathroom, and I wouldn't even mind. I don't even shower in that bathroom either, so I'm showering in the ensuite to my bedroom, walking through my bedroom, going into the other bathroom, and getting ready in there. Yeah, that's pretty weird. That is weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And she st- she always comments on it, but I'm just like, well. Unless there's someone here, there's no need for me to fucking not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a free spirit in my house. I I worry because some of my windows I don't close the curtains on, mm. and like I'll get and like, I think to myself as well, I'll get up in the morning. I'm like Starkers, four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like shit. My work clothes are in the washing machine in the kitchen, <laughs> and I'll be like, ah, it's four o'clock. No one's gonna see me. I'll just just strut into my kitchen bollock naked with the window open like the <laughs> curtains open <laughs> like full bleam and i'm like putting i'm getting dressed in front of the washing machine yeah and obviously the light being on in the room makes everyone outside see in <laughs> 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 that poor that poor morning jogger one morning is gonna come past <laughs> <to see me. laughs> i've seen a pillow like that <laughs> yeah i said to you before though i was like if someone's gone past the house and looked in and seen someone they didn't like, you shouldn't be fucking looking inside. To be fair, I'm always... Do you know when I'm walking Rocco? Some, I've nearly walked into lampposts and that busy looking in people's houses. Oh, I do too. I'm so 100%. nosy. It's unreal. People in Scotland as well don't use netting, like net curtains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so every you can look into anyone's room. doesn't matter. Don't, people do nets anymore. I don't think they do, do they? I thought that was like a, 
a South thing because when we cut up here, like no one. I think it must have gone out of fashion, surely, because I I don't. Does my, does my mum still have nets? I remember them when I was young. I used to hate them. They used, used to be to well fucking, annoying, yeah, because you could never yeah, fully put wash them back. Them and that. No, you're not supposed to. Are you? You're supposed to be able to see outside, but it's supposed to like distort what you're seeing inside. Mm. Um, I remember walking to uh, work once early in the morning again because apparently my life revolves around early work. But I was working at like Luton Airport. Mm. I was walking with this guy, and um, I don't know the road. Doesn't fucking matter. But we were walking along and it was like this row of bungalows. And I remember just like next to this guy's bungalow was like the alleyway I walked down. And I just look, remember turning as I was talking to this guy and just seeing this guy railing this woman. And I'm like, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. I'm like, shit. <laughs> then going back around. I'm like, yes, mate. Well done. Fucking go for it. Yeah, Go for it, my son. not caring the world just fucking railing this woman one of the funniest talking about early starts one of the funniest there's one fellow i worked with years ago that he he's never been able to get up for an early i'm bad for rocking up early on an early start i would turn up literally on the dot to get in um Mm. this fella five or ten minutes late every time yeah and there's a different excuse all the time one time he told the boss that a dog had chased him down the road and he went up a ladder and the dog got him on the ladder and then he couldn't get off the ladder for 20 minutes and that's why he was late. And <laughs> like, <laughs> as though your boss, at, when you're an adult, is going to believe this, like, like, the dog is eating my homework, bullshit, innit? And I, we were all standing there in the meeting looking at him and then I just couldn't hold in my laughter, innit? I just started cracking up. And I was like, you should have got here quicker, mate. <laughs> if anything... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the sort of thing though you want to be like if you could see it happening it actually did happen mm. that would fucking crack me up yeah that'd be the better thing like, i remember being questioned over being late once my two of my tires blew up on the motorway and I, I remember standing on the edge of the motorway and my boss questioned me whether i was a fucking taking a piss or not so i sent him a picture of my blown up tire and he told me i got it off google in it <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> Put your face next to it. That's what I was thinking. Should I put my head next to the tile? Fucking it's fucking ridiculous people like that, man. But that's the same guy that accepted the dog excuse. He accepted it? He, accepted he doesn't it. accept two exploded tires, but it would take a dog up a fucking ladder. Yeah. A dog that can climb ladders. <laughs> it's like we're in fucking Russia or something. <laughs> yeah, with them fucking Afghan uh, canines isn't it, that jump the walls. I told you about... Um, the dog when I went to to Prague. Uh, I I'm not sure. I don't know. <clears throat> the um, one of um, Sabina's mates went to visit her. Yeah. And um, first, I when I'm, the fucking house was amazing. We walked in, and her boyfriend. I, I all of a sudden I had I thought I was in front of um, the singer from Blink One Eight Two. Oh no way! It, it but like. it wasn't. But he looked yeah, in a spitting image, and I sort of looked at him, and I was like. No, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> but they've got two dogs. And they had locked them away because they're, they're big dogs. The One's a Dalmatian and one's a, like that that breed. Yeah, the Afghan uh, canine. Yeah, yeah. and um, she takes that one to like shows. He's like a show dog. 
And I, I could hear him whining. And you know what I'm like around dogs. I was like, can you let them out? She's like, you sure? And I'm like, please, please let them out. I can't concentrate. Mm. Not that I could understand what you were saying anyway, because you're talking Czech. But <laughs> let them out. So she opens the door and this fucking Dalmatian, the size of a small pony comes out <laughs> and fucking almost tackles me to the ground. Yeah. And then this beautiful dog came out and like picked up this like oven mitt and started running around the house with it. But it was one of the muscliest dogs. Like when I was stroking him, it it almost felt like like one percent fat. Oh yeah. Like yeah, when you yeah. were stroking him, but you just moving his skin over his muscle. There was no <laughs> fucking weird. But it was like <clears throat> it wasn't intimidating or anything like that. It was just a fucking beefcake. Yeah, it would be because if he's a show dog, they would have him like on top form as well. Oh mate. I couldn't believe fucking... I'll see if I could find a, a picture or something I'll send it to you, but fucking hell, what a dog. Mental. And then the, I was sitting at the table and the fucking pony Dalmatian wants to sit on your lap. <laughs> That's rare. So I just Dalmatians to... don't normally like people. Oh, mate. Fucking crazy it was. It was like leaning over. It could have it could have got on my back and I could have ridden me. Yeah, it's fucking massive. That's yeah. how fucking big it was. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but... um. Fucking hell. My granddad in Scotland from Edinburgh, he um, had a Dalmatian. Well, one of my cousins had a Dalmatian who basically lived with him. Mm. And it was called Spot, believe it or not. Yeah. So Spot the Dalmatian, she she was deaf. She was a rescue. She was completely <laughs> deaf. And as a kid, obviously, you don't get that in it. So me and my brother are like getting it really excited in the garden. And it's bigger than it's taller than us because we were that young. And she was getting more and more excited. And obviously you can't tell Spot to calm down because <laughs> she's deaf. <laughs> so Spot just absolutely two-footed my brother and my brother went flying into the wall, hit his head against the wall. And then my mum come running out like, whoa, what's going on here? What's going on here? And we were like trying to calm the dog down and the dog was like jumping on top of Kieran, yeah? But you can't tell the dog no because you can... <laughs> <laughs> so that my granddad just come out and put uh, did like a big smack on his ass on her ass, and then she knew to stop. Then <laughs> I was like, he was like, the only way you can speak to her is by tapping her bum. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell! No fucking warning at all, bro. It was so funny. I um this morning on the way to work, I was like, oh, I'll put a podcast on. So I, Joe Rogan's got a new episode mm. a couple of weeks with The Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. My God, it's the most boring. F- I, I must have listened to about almost an hour of a two and a half hour like episode, and they literally spoke about nothing. It was so fucking boring. Oh, really? And The Rock is the dullest fucking man. I don't know if he, in real life he's like that, but he just basically either repeated what Joe Rogan was saying, or he just like laughed. Well, you got to think if you got if you're going to get yourself that big, muscly wise. And ripped all the time. You've got nothing really other than gym going for you. And then all food. There's no none of that going on. So that part of your life shut down. Then on top of that, he's super famous. So he's got to do everything to protect his integrity. So he will have no opinions on anything. <laughs> well, is that, yeah. He's quite, an, like, it's quite annoying though. Because he's, I know he's quite an intelligent guy. Yeah, he is. But yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, he just sort of sat there and Joe Rogan's Joe Rogan just waffling on. Mm. And every now and again, he would chime in and just reiterate what Joe had said. And then the only real input he had was about um, the fires in Hawaii. Was it in Hawaii? Oh, yeah, because he's Hawaiian background, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he's got um, 
he he started up a group to help them out. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's quite interesting. Not worth the hour I've just had to sit through to get to that interest in 10 minutes. <laughs> but you know what I mean? All right, then. That should be the heads up because I was going to listen to that next week. Oh, shit. So fucking boring. Those that listen to and our he... JCB and for you, Dan, as well. Graham Hancock's had a recent episode with him as well. With who? With Joe Rogan. Oh, was he? He's come back on, yeah. I think I'll have a look. it was about 10 episodes ago, I think. It's quite good. Hmm. I um, I listened to, I think it was last year, an episode with Tommy Tommy Robinson. Oh, what? He was on Graham, uh, Joe Rogan? No, no, no. It was a different, oh, different some Glaswegian fella. Oh, right. Yeah, because he come up on my TikTok. I don't know why. Just a random... What's that? He went into jail again or something. And um, he was talking about Luton. Hmm. And I was like, I've never really listened to... Obviously, I know of him because he's from Luton. He started the EDL and Partridge. And I went to school with one of his mates yeah. who helped start the EDL. <clears throat> so I knew sort of what was going on. So, but yeah, I listened to it. And I'm like... He's quite insightful, I suppose, if you want to. And I, I always said that, like, some of his ideals are correct, but it's the way he goes about doing the things that's wrong. Yeah, he carries on like a football hooligan, and that doesn't help Yeah, because he was, wasn't he? Yeah. When he was young, he was a football hooligan. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, no, I just can't believe because he's been, like, banned from everything, and he's got, like, no social media or anything like because everyone got rid of him. Yeah, there's that site. I can't remember. Andrew Tate and that was on it. They uh, all went onto this other. It's like an other version of Twitter. There's like a social media that you're allowed to do to talk about whatever you want, which is getting bigger oh, and right. bigger. And people that are getting banned from Twitter and stuff forever, and all the other social medias, they're getting paid to be like one of the people to go onto the site. And I know Tommy Robinson's one of them. What makes me laugh though is you can see how corrupt the fucking government is, mm. because like <clears throat> they took all his businesses away from him. I don't see why. And then they put him in jail and then they've got rid of all his social media. They've, they've got PayPal to like ban him from using PayPal and stuff like this. Like why, why PayPal? What? Because you don't want the man to put money somewhere. Like it's nothing to do with anything. PayPal is nothing. Yeah. It's just a payment system really, isn't it? Yeah. Why go to all the efforts of getting banned from PayPal? And obviously because he received money for like, uh, patrons and things like that like he got on pay but still it's just a bank like what the fuck is matter yeah yeah i think what it is is <clears throat> what he was spouting about because obviously he spout he spouted a lot of hatred towards certain people what he was spouting about what they needed to do to like the muslim extremists they give him the same treatment because they classed him as like a british extremist mm. and that's what's ended up happening to him but he he, he doesn't help himself because every now and then he will come back onto social media and then he goes, "Oh, we're coming back, boys! The EDL's coming back." Then you've got all these fuckers <laughs> walking around with fucking England flags and that, and you just think they are the stereotypes of what every person thinks. Every person thinks that uh, English uh, white people are English white people yeah. are, and but all they are is the racists. Not all of us are like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it makes it like because he's saying about how. He's not a racist because <clears throat> he's got. <laughs> I love the fact, like I, I always think, like it's like someone is racist if they turn to you and say, "I'm not racist because I have a black friend." Yeah, 
that always used to be the one. Always the one. <laughs> I just think about myself. That's just funny because why have you got to say things like that? Yeah, to justify. Why, why have you got? Yeah, yeah. I've got a black friend. He's like, well, are you? Did you make friends with him because you wanted that argument? Mm. Oh, was that make? It doesn't make a difference of anything. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, no, I, I just makes me laugh. Yeah, no, I was just too. I just find it quite intriguing just to see what he had to say and stuff like that. Yeah, it's always good to hear people like that's point of view. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gone too far and like ruining the man's life and stuff is a bit fucking extreme because he's just passionate about the place he lives where I'm not. I can give a fuck. Luton can burn in hell. Sorry, guys, for listening. <laughs> he's from Luton. You've lost about 20% <laughs> of the audience there, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I have such bad feelings towards Luton because I had a really shit time. I was getting mugged all the fucking time. Like, it's just a... Yeah, and you're just unfortunate with your circumstances. Yeah. And that's what, like, the one thing I agreed that Tommy said, he was like, people that don't live in certain situations will never understand that sort of, that sort of atmosphere. Yeah. And that's why I don't like looting, right? It's not because it's just, I just had a really shit fucking 27 years of just being just shit on. And once I got out there, it was like a fucking beam of light. And that's why I have a grudge towards it. Yeah, of course it is. <clears throat> of course it is. And so like when I say loot can go to hell, I don't mean like the people. I meant the actual town. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like the like the people that... Everything that happened to you in Luton, them certain people go, can go to hell, innit? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, I still have friends down there. Yeah, exactly. And like some of my family is still down there. Exactly. But I just would never, I just don't want to fucking live there again, ever. You've gone from one extreme to the other. You've gone from like a built up, um, very multicultural, um, close to London type of town to in the middle of uh, nowhere up in Scotland, having in living the quiet life, really. It's the quiet life. I think that's what I want. Yeah. I, maybe that's why I don't like it down there. Yeah. <clears throat> Who knows? Maybe it's just because it's too busy in, in my head. I'm like, I can't handle this. Yeah. Cause you may like what you said when, uh, we were talking about going and doing something when you're down here, you was like, Oh, well, I don't want to be driving through Watford or Hemel. And I was like, Watford or Hemel? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. And then, because obviously you're used to the quiet roads and the and, it, and like not dealing with bullshit traffic and all that shit, but I'm so used to it. When I'm up yours, I'm like, where the fuck is everyone? Just oh, what no, is going beautiful. on? So good. Yeah, it's like when I go to Ireland. There's like one car on the road, and I haven't seen anyone else for fucking ages. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it's a better life, man. It's a better life. I can have about five altercations <clears throat> from here to the roundabout if I want to. Oh, I couldn't. I don't even know if I could drive down there anymore. <laughs> like, honestly, don't. I don't know. Well, you got to stay confident in yourself, just in case anything happens. There might be an emergency, a podcasting emergency. You might have to drive down here for some reason. I get an Uber. <laughs> yeah, you could get an Uber. I'd, I'd fly to Luton and then get an. Well, I don't know. That's pretty rough as well. Well, that's what I'll be doing soon. Right. Mm. Don't know what's going on with my my throat today. I was fine. Did my story. Nothing. Oh, I read Snow White. Yeah. Bit of chewing SM. Sorry, I've got 
I want some chocolate or something in chocolate. And um, it was a Brothers Grimm version. And it made me laugh because there's no um, kiss in it from the prince. When does she kiss the prince? I don't you know, know when... Snow White at all. How the fuck do you not know Snow White? Because I've watched it once when I was a child. I don't really remember the story. I, I know that she gets saved. <clears throat> she eats an apple, poisoned apple. Yeah, and then she's asleep. And she dies. Yeah, and she gets... Or, yeah. Or dead, yeah. <clears throat> she gets put in a glass coffin. And then in the Disney version, the, the charming prince comes along and gives her a kiss. And that wakes her up. Right. Which is why that <clears throat> dozy tosser that's playing Snow White was like, there's no Prince Charming and there's no kiss that's going to wake me up. And everyone was like, fuck you. But in this story, so she, the the uh, stepmother tries to kill her a couple of times and then she gives her the apple and she dies and they put her in the coffin and whatever. And the prince comes along and takes the coffin and as they're carrying the coffin back to his kingdom, they trip and she gets rattled about in this coffin and she spits up a bit of old apple that's poisoned her and when she spits up the apple she wakes up oh really so he just falls over the fucking coffin and wakes her up yeah yeah. so irrelevant the fact that she's been dead for a couple months choked on this old apple <laughs> just uh, dislodging it has woken her up and she's like oh and he's like be my wife like, okay <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny so um, yeah, the the kiss thing is from Disney. Where does which the is dwarves funny is that... come into it then? If that's the story. Oh, the seven dwarfs they're still in it. They're um, she she travels through the mountains and she finds a little house. Yeah, and they they're like, oh, if you look after the house and cook us dinner, basically, if you become a wife, then we'll look after you. Oh, and so when they go to like work, where, she... so in Lion King, where he goes off and finds Timon and Pumbaa. It's almost the same storyline. Yeah, they're all similar, aren't they? They're all similar, but it just—it's just—I just think it's ironic that Disney invented the kiss, and then you got this this tit being hired by Disney to play their Snow White, and she doesn't want to kiss. I think it's just a way to make it controversial, isn't it? Disney are getting too well, woke, man. We're getting a female uh, Silver Surfer, so. It backfired. What do you mean? There's a female there's silver. Be surfer? a female so- silver surfer. Well, they can make her bald. Well, there was there's a female su- uh, silver surfer in the in the comics, but they're they're bringing her to the MCU instead of their real one. I don't know if they'll do that after the abomination uh, viewings of the Marvels. Oh well, they're get, they're doing away with Kang altogether apparently, and they're going to go straight to like the Fantastic Four and. Uh, because that's been a, an absolute success, isn't it? The last one was garbage. Doctor Doom. Is it Doctor Doom? <clears throat> Doctor Doom, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be the next big bad guy for the MCU, apparently. But you know what the MCU uh, people like talking about MCU? <clears throat> I think they're, they're it's gone down the toilet. I think it has its good points and bad points. Loki was really good. But um, I just can't. And the guy that plays Kang is really good. Like He played Kang really well in that. But if he's mm-hmm. beat someone to the, near death, then he's not 
Fuck it. Who's who's beat someone to Nico? He's, he's been he's in court, isn't he, for domestic abuse at the minute. That's why they might be. Dropping no, his character. that makes me laugh because he was in America or something, and a woman turned around and said that he hit her, mm. and then a couple of weeks later she was like, "Oh no, he didn't." Well, he's in, but he's in the court damage, for it. Yeah, the damage is done. Mm. He's she's already fucking ruined his career. So I, I think it hinges a, on his uh, court case. He's a pretty fucking weird guy. Did you see the interview with him after Creed? Yeah, he is. He's like super method. Method. Yeah. He's a bit of a weird bloke. But um, he's all right. I didn't really like the new Creed. It wasn't It wasn't rocky anymore. The new Creed for me was... Um, you could tell it was Michael B. Jordan's first directing gig. Because he was putting yeah. a lot of shit in there. That dream sequence towards the end doesn't need to fucking be there. Do you know where he's getting punched and he's like in a black and white room? That don't need to be yeah. there. That's just him trying to show off because he's learned some directing tricks. Yeah. Just leave yeah, it that's why I need fucking Rocky I... screaming in the corner. <laughs> that's what I said to Sabino. I was like, when you watch the Rocky films, even though they're fake, obviously you're watching a movie, when it had the fight in... Like you were fucking up on your chair, yelling, mm. telling him to block his face and that. Whereas this, he he, he bought his like half the first round, and then he's doing some dream sequence for the rest of the fight. Comes back the last half, yeah. Like it didn't feel, it didn't feel get your blood going. Nothing. No, it didn't. No, not at all. One of the, it did have a good story to the film because that guy played a good character, like basically doing the same thing as uh, what happened in the early Rocky films. But I just thought it wasn't Even the montage. Right. Even the montage was shit. Yeah. Do you remember, I don't know if I've brought this up on the podcast before, but one of my funniest memories with me, you and Kieran, when we used to meet up around yours, was when we got really smashed off whiskey and we were showing Kieran, because Kieran was down from university, we, we were showing him montages from Rocky and you and you were really <laughs> drunk, yeah. And you were like, "We're not watching anything else of the films, just the montages." And me and you were both standing there, just staring at him. And every time the montage music was going on, we were like pointing at him. And we went through all fucking like seven films. <laughs> the montages. This is what makes me laugh, right? He's got the what five Rocky movies? Is it five? Yeah, because the lot five yes. was Balboa and Balboa. Yeah, yeah. Two of the Creed movies, like. The the not algorithm like he's Sylvester Stallone has set you in stone a winning film. Yeah, he could have like done every five creeds. every film. He might still be yeah. able to do five creeds. Every every film, every Rocky movie was a fucking smash mm. because he had he basically done the diagram for you, and then you take it over and you're like, "Nah, I want to do it myself." And it's like, eh. yeah, but if he does a new one, he's gonna make it so like the main character is going to be his deaf daughter in it. Yes. yes. <clears throat> Which I don't have a problem with. I'll still watch it, but it's not Rocky. No. Unless, unless they amp up their montage and she has a proper fight at the end. No fucking dream sequence crap. She fights like Dolph Lundgren's fucking nephew or something. That would be fucking good. <laughs> UFC. <laughs> UFC. <laughs> yeah. That'd be well And what annoyed me as well, they didn't even mention Rocky in it. No, that that's that's why Sylvester Stallone walked away from the project, isn't it? That's why they didn't mention him. Yeah, because uh, there was the whole argument with the producers and stuff like that. Apparently, Michael B. Jordan wanted Rocky to be in it, 
or um, Sylvester to be in it. But there was a disagreement over the script with Sylvester. So then he was like, I'm walking away from the project if you don't do it. And apparently the producer was like, nah, bruv, we don't give a shit. See you later. Fuck it's hell. Michael's job now. And then there you go. They could at least said that he'd like fall in a hole or something or, mm. I don't know, burn himself alive. Something. I, mean, you know, I just want to know where he is. Mm, exactly. I would have laughed if Sylvester's loan was like, all right then. Went off and did a rocket like where Rocky had gone <laughs> yeah. while Creed was doing his. I would fucking go and see Rocky any fucking day of the week, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or he just did an unnamed boxer because he can't fucking name who he is, really. But he basically played oh, Rocky. Yeah. For legal purposes, yeah, can't be named. Know. That would be the name of the film, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> but as soon as he comes on screen, he's like, Adrian! <laughs> and then I ask Rocky. <laughs> 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 he uses everything the same. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor guy. Uh, right, right. <laughs> enough waffling. Um, please remember that all the opinions in the show are those of the hosts and should only be taken as food for thought. We're in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners and no information is shared to anyone else. If you were easily offended by people's opinions or views, then thank you for making it this far, but it's not the podcast for you. See you later. And please enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, thanks for the advice on the situation. I decided to end. I decided in the end to leave sleeping dogs lie, and not let my mum into my life until she at least been sober for a few years. I don't need the extra drama in my life. I think we all know the previous email for that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a tough decision. I'm sure. I'm sure. It, I for sure know it wasn't easy, and um. You got to do what's best for you. So, uh, if it changes, let us know. But hopefully, she sticks to it this time. Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, this question is a lot less solemn. I've been invited to the works Christmas gala, and I have some good friends from work going. As a rule, I never socialise with work colleagues outside of work, but I've gotten too, I've gotten close with this group of friends, and I'm considering it. I worry about how much I run my mouth once I've had a few tequilas. I can't get myself into trouble. Should I make an excuse close to the time and stick to my rule or take the risk and enjoy the night with the girls? Thanks. I, this makes me laugh because me and you are completely opposite to this. <laughs> so I'm like her. I don't... Mix. No. And that's purely because I've made my friends and I don't like the whole trust and the whole like getting to know them and yeah. are they going to fuck me over bollocks where you are like in the deep end, like let's go get drunk. <laughs> Thing is it's backfired and it's gone well for me in many a time where I've done like, cause I, no matter who I'm out with, I'm still going to get drunk and run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, it doesn't matter who I'm with, even if it's a boss of a boss. Do you know what I mean? But um, there's been times where I've woke up and I thought, oh, fuck, whatever. Why did I do that? And then there's been times that I've woke up and you've like made relationships with people that you would never have normally spoke to at work. So it's a little bit, it's a, it's a bit of a weird one. I think it depends where you are in life. Like if you're quite content with what's going on in life, like Dan is then there's no need to put yourself out for other people. But if like you you f- have a feeling you're getting along with these people, you quite genuinely like them, 
then turn up. You don't have to be there long. Be do a few hours. If you're feeling it, stay. If not, make sure you've got a, a ride home organised. That's what I've done. The first, the first two years of working the place that I'm working at now, I didn't really know people too well. So I would turn up, have some conversations with people and stuff. And then once I felt that I had like ex, like left my uh, stamp on the night kind of thing, I would mm. be like out of there. <laughs> but now I, I'm, I know quite a few people. I'm pretty much all over the job. Like a fart in the wind. Say again? Like a fart in the wind. Like a fart in the wind. But I do do this thing <laughs> where, which makes people from at work laugh. is Because we're normally in St. Albans, which is a town closer to me than it is to where everyone else is from in Luton. So they all get a train back. As soon as I get a whiff that they're heading towards the train station, I stop dead in my tracks and say, see you later. And then I fucking stand there and order an Uber. I will refuse to move. And the first time it happened, they they kept saying to me, come on, just come to the station and get a taxi from there. I'm like, it's further away from me. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> cost you more money. It's cost me more money. <laughs> I'm just going to go straight from here and I'll just come outside the pub and I'll just stand there. I'll be like, see you later. Like, I'm a grown man. Do you know what I mean? I can get a taxi yeah. home. Yeah, that whole like, I'll hold your hand and watch you get on the train like a fucking lovesick puppy. Yeah. My brother's very young and he comes out with us. He's only 24. And he thinks he's looking after me, but he—I've been on many a nights out where he, before he was even legally able to drink, and so I let him think that's what he's doing, but he's just existing in my night out. <laughs> Jamie's like a homing pigeon as well. No matter how blackout drunk he gets, oh, he yeah. always finds his way home. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of times where, like, you come into work, and I'm like, "What time did you get home?" And you were like, "I just woke up this morning. <laughs> I was in bed. I just woke up." Not how I got home. No clue how I got home, yeah. <laughs> I do it many a time where I'm actually, I actually, go, if I will text individually everyone that I was on that night with and try and piece together my night. So I'll be like, did I say anything to so-and-so? Did I do this? Did I do that to different people? And so I can get a whole picture of my night. <laughs> and the more you say to people, the more you remember. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think, you know I mean? I think as well, if if tequila is the one that makes you run your mouth, I would change your drink. Yeah, because there is definitely different drinks do different things. Yeah, because yeah. I know full well that if I drink straight whiskey, like my mouth's gonna be venom. Straight whiskey has got me and you in a lot of trouble, Dan. Yeah, many nights I. Uh... I said some horrible things to people because I was getting <laughs> <laughs> risky. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so probably stay off the tequila. But, um, no, I said go for it. Why not? You know what I mean? Mm. If you run your mouth, what's it matter? As so, long as it's not your boss. As long as you're not crazy as well. Like, run your mouth. Like, I talk absolute shite, but I don't say anything like outlandish that's going to get me into trouble in HR the next day. That's what yeah. you got to think. Have that kind of limit on yourself. But I think everyone gets to that point. Like, if you're all drinking the similar amount, mm. you all get to that point where, like, you're hanging off each other, you're saying, like, heart to hearts, and, and you'll probably end the night going, oh, my rule is never hang, but I love you guys. <laughs> I, I want to go out again. And, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't come Let's out sooner. Out <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got to go on holiday together. 
I know where we should, we should go to Spain. Let's take a trip to Spain. <laughs> That's what everyone does when they get drunk. Well, so cringe. That's exactly what we did on the last night out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You start planning all these ridiculous things. And the next morning you're like, should I book tickets? You're like, no. Don't know. Tickets where? Around. That's what I would yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're like, don't. Whatever I said last night, just just ignore. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere with you. Because <laughs> it makes me laugh, because obviously I'm quite a... Um, uh, what was, what's the word? I'm not very friendly. Well, I am friendly, but my atmosphere I give off isn't. You got so a lot of people... Face. Yeah, so a lot of people will be like, oh... I'm worried about Dan doing this. I'm worried about Dan doing that. And then when I get a couple of drinks in me, like complete opposite. Yeah. Yeah. My demeanor changes. And then the next morning, Jamie will get messages and be like, I don't know what I was worried about Dan for. Dan was really, was, you know, he was really nice to me and he was like, giving me hugs when I was saying goodbye. And then you'll text me and I'll be like, Oh fuck. <laughs> 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 it was actually Sean's got... 30th I remember standing there talking and I looked at you and your eyes were completely gone and you were just standing there talking to my brother and I was like I wonder what he's saying <laughs> we were talking about names that are aggressive I remember that yeah and he was like Tyson's Tyson's a tough name and I'm like you're only saying that because Tyson Fury I was like if Tyson didn't wasn't existed Tyson would be a tough name <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, and then I got to start from the ground up and, and make sure that people don't like me again. <clears throat> it's always nice to come home and there'll be a little bit of fear about people beating up you. But yeah, no, go and have a good time. I don't see why not. Like Jamie says, like you could at least go for a couple of hours, yeah. show your face, and if you're not feeling it, then just go home. Mm. But don't miss out on a night out just because of, of things like that. How many are you going to get? Exactly, and if you're enjoying these people, it's a it's a way to bond as well, isn't it? Yeah, and um, don't book any holidays that night either. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Um, happy birthday, Jamie! Sorry for the late congratulations. I've only just caught up with the episodes. Happy oh, over a month late. Time travel. Time travel. <laughs> I appreciate it anyway. Thank you. It's always nice to keep them coming. Um, with Dan's favourite subject being time travel, <laughs> I have a conundrum for you both. You have invented a time machine. You have to choose. You have a choice. You could go back or you could go forward in time. Once you do, there is no coming back. If you choose to go forward, you can keep going forward but never back. And if you choose to go back, you can never go forward. What's your choice and why? Fucking time travel. Oh, that's tough. Is it, Jamie? That's tough. For me, I would struggle going back past 1990 because there'll be no mobile phones or the internet. But <laughs> you could go back to times that you knew would be different things going on. So you can kind of like unravel the universe for yourself. But then eventually you just end up all the way back to before you want to be, even be born, like when it's like ancient people, everyone's just killing each other all the time. Mm-hmm. But also if you went forward, you don't know what's going to happen. So you could go 10 years ahead and we've got flying cars or whatever. And then 10 years ahead and something else is going on, like we're, we're making uh, space travel happen or whatever. Go 10 years ahead and the, the world's ended. Yeah. 
So <laughs> it's rough. If you could, if I could see an encyclopedia beforehand, either way, <laughs> then uh, I could make my decision on that. I think. Are you ready for it, Jamie? You're going to come out of a rant, aren't you? <coughs> see it in your eyes. <laughs> About to glaze over. <laughs> so this this question. <clears throat> I'm going to give you my my opinion and then I'm actually going to answer your question the way you want it. It's all complete horseshit anyway, because if you go back, like, it's irrelevant what you do. Like, if you go back, you're any any direction you go, you're erasing your time in history. If you go back, you then have to make sure to let your future person know to go back. Otherwise, the whole thing you've just done doesn't exist anyway. Like, because it has to be a loop if you go back. Yeah, you need to create a loop, yeah. Yeah, so that's complete horseshit. And if you go back and you cock something up, you've just erased yourself. Also, if you go back and people are like, oh, I would do it and then I'd invent Google, or I would go back and I would discover the Beatles, also is a massive ball ache because you would have to do everything exactly the same. If you met the Beatles, you would have to make sure that you took them to the same places they did before that they got famous. You could mess up one thing and the beaters could never exist because you didn't take them to the right bar at the right time. True. True. So that's complete horseshit. And if you went forward, I agree with Jamie. If you go forward, the world could have ended. And then what's the fucking point? Can you imagine going forward like 300 years? Yeah. The whole of the human race has left the planet and you're in fucking New Jersey. Yeah. And there's Stand no one there. Uh, and you, you wake up and, you look around, there's a fucking tiger raping a leopard, yeah, and then they're just going to come and eat you, bruv. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So I'm going to give you two answers here. <laughs> I'm going to give you a, sem- a semi-serious one and then a complete mind-boggling one. If I had to choose, I would go back to the Western times. I would leave myself a little note to tell myself to come back to the Western times so I could actually enjoy myself. Mm. And then I'll just spend the probably two weeks of being alive, banging everything, and then end up getting shot. That sounds exciting. So almost like, wasn't there a... Back to the Future Back 3. to the Future, but it was like that, but even worked, like, ends badly. Yeah, well, he comes back, which I think is going to be horseshit. But, um, yeah, Western time seems more fun, you know what I mean? Like, you have an argument with someone, you shoot them. Mm. Much rather that be like that now. And then there was loads of brothels. I'd work on the railroad. Spend all my money on hookers and then get shot playing poker. <laughs> Living the dream, Jamie. <laughs> but on the other hand, if I was to do it seriously and invent time travel, I would then... Do you remember the film Time Cop? Yeah. I'd become Time Cop. Oh, what? You'd become like a, a policing body? What I would do is I would fake my own death. Would you go so as that far end... as getting surgery to look like Jackie Chan? Look like Jackie Chan. Was it Jackie Chan in Time Cop? No, Time Cop was Van Damme. You're thinking of the one with um, Jet Li. There's one about time travel with Jackie Chan. I'm sure there is. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, so I would then uh, fake my own death so no one would suspect anything and then I would just live in limbo going to when people tried to change because if i invented it someone else can invent it i'm not that bright you know what i mean i would I'll do like something very similar to what brian said actually is like invest a shitload in bitcoin when it's fuck all 
and then just but then who knows if you invested all that money in bitcoin it doesn't then crash and you crashed it because you invested in it yeah true yeah there might have been people because investing money because you've then invested I'll take that risk Dan. I'll take that risk like like loads and loads of money that wasn't expected and you could just crash the whole lot of it it's what i mean it's this is what annoys me so much is that the whole thing is just what ifs and it just it's just oh it's just so frustrating Are you looking at what movie Jackie Chan was in? Yeah, I'm totally bewildered, man. But yeah, I would, I'd much rather be a time cop. That film was so fucking good. Have I done accidentally racist here? What's the other guy called? Jet Li. Jet Li. I bet it's Jet Li. Yeah, the one. Fuck's sake. That wasn't time travel either. That was multiverse theory. That I apologise to anyone well. from the East. Jason, Jason Statham. Hey, they think we all look like Ben Affleck. Yeah, so there's time travel. Hopefully that's the last time we get it. <laughs> I'll see you in the West. Beautiful. Never know, I could have been Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. Could have da- been. Danny the Kid. I could have changed my name. Hey, I've got the teeth for the West. I could, I don't know what if I went back in time, I would I like I just wouldn't do well back in time. I just I I just wouldn't do well back in time. That's why I said that's why like the West seems the best because the most you're gonna survive is probably two weeks before you piss someone off and get mm-hmm. killed. But and at least by then, then you're gonna have some like meat on the fire or stuff. It's not you're not gonna end up with like bullshit food. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fucking beans and, and meat in it. There was a film that I watched about the West and they actually went back. No, it was a TV show. It was a time travel TV show. They actually went back to the West and went back to the Geno Lund taverns that you always see in Westerns where there's like loads of prostitutes and stuff. Oh, yeah. He went back and he met all the prostitutes and they've all got like fucking gonorrhea on their lips. And stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'll be, I'll be right in the deep end. <laughs> Uh, I saw we uh, had you spreading the STD plague at one point. I think that's what you'd end up doing. You'd be the bringer of the plague, the bringer of the yeah. Because whatever plague. you do, you're gonna fuck up the timeline. So I might as well enjoy fucking it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <clears throat> I could have been the start. There could have been nothing until I got to the west and I, I invented every STD. I just wake up tomorrow. You've disappeared off the face of the earth. There's an STD like. Uh, outbreak in the, in like three quarters of the world yeah and all of the pandas are dead <laughs> <laughs> it's only because they're well i was gonna say something about the koalas because they've got stds and they yeah you've set the koalas on the pandas yeah that still baffles me that a fucking koala can have an std it's mad isn't it yeah um but yeah Hopefully my annoyance didn't annoy that question and you still enjoyed it. I um I no one's gonna change my mind. Time travel was bollocks. I do think going forward would be more interesting, but I'd be worried about how much forward I'd go. You would have to do it in small increments. Yeah. But whatever you do, you'd have no money and you'd have no you don't know where the food or anything well, that's what annoys me as well. You, people just think you could just gonna pop up in like a time frame and you'd be like wealthy. Well if I had if I had a time machine, say 
that I could jump forward. What I would do, I'll go forward one increment, absolutely rob the shit out of something or take loads of money in some kind of fraudulent way that I could get, bury it. <laughs> and then it would all be buried and then I'd jump again and then pick all that stuff up once 20 years later, no one will know who I am. But then who's to say that currency doesn't exist by then? Then I'll find another fraudulent way of doing it. See, Jamie, it's just horseshit. It's just question after question, just what ifs, just continuous It's rubbish. amazing, Dan. It's, that's why it's oh. an amazing subject. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. If it was a movie, it'd just be one massive plot hole. <laughs> um. Anyway, the, thank the, you for your I email. I the way the JCBs have just become a way to annoy you now. <laughs> No, I was loving them. I was loving them until that one. Um, so this one says, I decided to go ahead of the op and I'm bricking it. They say it's a very low risk and I should be fine, but I can't help being nervous. So this listener emailed in because um, he's lost some weight and even though he's been going to the gym for years, he couldn't shift his man boobs. So he was debating oh, was whether to get a reduction. breast reduction. Uh, my parents are very old-fashioned and aren't on board with me at all about this, and they do not agree with cosmetic surgeries, but I'm not letting it hold me back. I don't want people from work to know about it because they would rip into me over it, but it will be a noticeable change. Do you think I should just own the decision to do it and go ahead and go ahead of it? Oh, get ahead of it, sorry. Or just make excuses about it what would you do in my situation? Just, just own up and just own up, get ahead of it. Who gives a shit, man? No, like they don't really care. They're going to take, if anyone's going to say anything, they'll say something for about 10 minutes. Um, mm. and then it will be passed. No one gives a shit. There's a guy that's recently come into my place. Who's the brother of one of my friends at work. He's had a hair transplant and he's been balding oh. for a while. He's come in with a hair transplant, and obviously he can't take that amount of time off work. So he's come in, and he's still got like the the scabbing on the back of his head, and like the scabbing around the front of his head. Yeah, so, and like there's no denying it, matey boy's just got to fucking own up to it, and no one's really said nothing negative towards him, just so that it looks sore. Did you um see people are doing it with your with beards? Yeah, that's going to be what I'm going to do, Dan. I I wasn't going to say anything, but my beard. I get like, um, I fell over when I was younger onto a wall mm. and hit my chin. So I've got a little patch there that doesn't get hair. You can't see it once it's, but once I shave, you can see like there's a line of no hair. Doesn't matter. Um, I think once you get it done and like you're healed up and that, you'll feel the way you want to feel and you won't care. Mm. You'll go in like the dog's bollocks because you feel like, you feel like 100%. Yeah, 100%. And, um, and you just be like, yeah, I did it. What? I don't see like people do it all the time with like excess skin and things like that. The Rock did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. I mean, I suppose yeah. In like a bantery sort of fashion, I would take the piss out of it. But then yeah, it'd be like oh, I've done that now. I wouldn't really, to be honest, I wouldn't really class it as a cosmetic surgery either. I would class it as a correction surgery. Because like you're putting your body, you're putting your skin back to how your body is should be. Yeah, because skin doesn't. It, once you've stretched it, it, doesn't stretch back. No, not if you've lost weight in a quick deal of time. It's, it's no. too far gone. Like I know once I get down to a weight that I want to be at, 
I'm probably going to be dealing with this issue myself and mm-hmm. I'm fully prepared to be um, going into surgery to get the skin removed. Do you know what I mean? It's just I'll one of the part and parcel. Jamie. Huh? I'll be there holding your hand. Hold my hand as I go into the surgery crying, Dan, because I'm a <laughs> pussy old. I'll be like, they're going to do it. They're going to kill me. <laughs> I'll be like, don't kill my friend. Don't kill my friend. <laughs> Causing the scene in the NHS. <laughs> Um, tell you what Google honest- your doctor because I fucking will be I'll be Googling oh yeah doctor. I would too fucking hell yeah yeah absolutely um, yeah I think it's a legitimate worry especially with like working around like men things like that mm. but like I said once you've got it done and you feel top notch you'll fucking you're going with your head hand held, uh, head held high yep and uh, you won't care you'll probably join in you know what I mean yeah, exactly. And they're probably, like, if they're going to be taking the piss out of you, then they're probably already taking the piss out of like your man boobs now. So it, yeah. th- whether they do it behind your back or not, it doesn't matter. Just go. For you just got to go with it. Yeah. They. Um. I remember saying before, like on the, there's a few guys at work that always call me fat. Really. And it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it used to really annoy me because I'm I've got very low self esteem issues anyway, and then. I stopped speaking to him for a little while. I think I moaned about him and I was like, if you're going to be like that, I'm not going to fucking speak to you. Yeah. And he was slowly been talking. And then the other day he turned and he goes, are you on a diet? And I was like, no. He's like, why have you lost so much weight then? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, oh, you're looking really thin. Because now he's not like, happy what? with you being thin. No, but I felt good because I was like, oh, you can call me thin or you fucking like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I was like, it just really caught me off sort of guard. Yeah, I mean, there's always like banter and stuff like that, but sometimes those people can be like serious. Yeah, it's because I stopped eating bread. Oh, what? And it just cut it out. Yeah, because I, um, I don't think it's gluten. I've been listening to this guy, um, Gary something, and he was saying about white flour. Uh, people with like um, IBS and bloating and things like that. The worst things you can have is like white bread, white flour, uh, white pasta, stuff like that. Yeah. So I cut bread out and it's all the bloating is just what, like, because my cheeks would be like swollen and my belly would be fucking bloated. And now all that's gone. That's what, I haven't lost any weight. I'm just not fucking full of gas. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. I felt the big difference because obviously when I found out I had the wheat intolerance, I stopped um, eating like the, the, everything that was wheat heavy and Mm. the bloating was mad difference. Yeah, Insane it's so uncomfortable. Like, you don't realize how uncomfortable bloating is until yeah. you get rid of it. So, um, well, I do after I've been drinking beer again. I think it comes oh, mate, back. I don't know why you do that. I, I'm quite happy sticking with cider. Oh, like, I was tempted in Prague because it's fucking beer capital, capital, isn't it? But nah, not worth I it. I think man. for me, what it is, it's the, it's the being scared of getting too drunk in public that keeps me on beer because I know I can stay level on beer. Mm-hmm. where I haven't found another alcohol really that I can stay level on because if I was on shorts like if I was drinking vodka and coke or whatever which is my normal go-to when I'm at home I drink that so quickly that I'd be absolutely fucked because everyone's so oh, did slow you try the gluten beer. did you try the gluten free yes yeah, I get the same effect next day can't get well you saw that effect when you came down that time I couldn't stop going to the toilet could I but at the time I didn't realise that's what it was <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I stick with fucking cider, man. 
I'll have the yeah. point when I'm out. It doesn't affect me. But if I'm if I do a big session on it, fuck me. See, I have the problem now that I've stopped drinking it. That mm. my tolerance is gone. Uh, same when I stopped when having next week. Or in a same weeks. when um no, not like that sort of tolerance. Like my body's tolerance to like intake it. So it's like having the same when like I, I stopped having cheese mm. after a week of getting rid of all the cheese. If I have one bit, I'm fucked. Same with like beer now. If I have one beer, my stomach will fucking double in like fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah, because your body's like, nah, I'm used to not having it now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So my tolerance is gone. So now I don't even risk it. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm not even fucking interested. Lucky there's plenty of uh, cider down where I live, isn't it? Oh, mate. That's the good thing about UK is sucking loads of cider. But good luck with your, your op. Um, let us know how it goes. We know you're going to just going to, it's going to be easy. Yeah, I mean, surgery is scary. Of course it is, no matter what you do. But you'll be in and out, and uh, you'll be healed up, and you'll be good. Yeah. And I mean. you'll be happier for it. Absolutely. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. We need to hear from the great Uncle Joe again, maybe in the new year. Uh, I'm currently in talks with his agent, because he's, uh, he's, he's big and famous now after uh, after you guys. <laughs> and uh, I'll see if we can afford him. I don't know. I don't know what happens. <laughs> Well, uh, maybe in the new year. Um, I'm planning on taking a break from school next year to get some travelling and some time to myself. I've spent all year this year saving hard for it. Problem is, the guy I've been dating isn't willing to go travelling as he is grounded, well-paid job and he says it is the start of his career. He's six years older than me, so I'm starting to worry we're at different stages in our lives. We're going to attempt long long distance, but I know it's a difficult relationship to maintain, especially if I'm in areas without Wi-Fi. I wonder if it would be a kindness for me to end it before I leave in February or whether to go ahead and try to make it work for a year on my way. What do you think? That's a tough one. Yeah, it's tough. I um, One of my close, close friends was in this situation as the, as the guy. Mm-hmm. So the girl, she'd finished university. They'd long distance the whole way through university. Um, she decided she wanted to go traveling with some of the girls from university for a year out to Australia, etc. Um, she didn't give him an option to whether he wanted to go with her, but if she had, he would have said no anyway because he's got a stable job down here. Yeah. But he would have also appreciated her being honest with him and not just dropping him like a stoke. Because what this girl did was she dropped him straight away, didn't tell him any of her plans about going abroad, left him, and then fucked off to Australia within like a Fuck couple of weeks. Hell. So if any, if you take anything from what I've just said... Um, be open, be honest, and just like talk it through with them. And just if that if his choice is not to come with you, then that's the choice he's made. So then you have no guilt there. Yeah, you could enjoy Long each distance. other until you leave. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. February's a while away. Yeah. Sometimes though, like it's best just to nip it instead of like spending all the way till February because it makes it harder. It could make it harder. Yeah. But, like, long distance is a fucking bitch. I don't think it's worth it, man. I don't think it works either. Like, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, like, this is a 
there obviously is people that make it work. I'm not saying, but in my experience, you need to have that like physical interaction. Like you can do like weeks or months or whatever, but a year, you think a person's going to be like away from you for a year, possibly without any Wi-Fi, and he's not going to consider speaking to someone online for a bit of company. Yep. Or you know what I mean? Talk when to it's so easy in the pub. Yeah. And be like, oh, well, my missus away. Or my fella, whatever, whoever it is. Mm. I, um, I, I wouldn't do it. I did do it. I was worth off for it. Because <laughs> you know how that ended. Yeah, it went and, uh, a lot of work into it. And... Which I shouldn't have done. But, yeah. um, but I was well like, you're going to want to go and, and do it and experience things. And, and having someone here, obviously we want you to be safe in that when you're in your travels, but you also got to have fun. Yeah. It's kind I mean, of locking you off from half of it, I would say. Well, not half of yeah. it, but like potentially running into randoms and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you you go on a night out and we don't, obviously don't know what this guy's like, if he's clingy or not, but you could be on a night out, he hasn't heard from you, and then you're having an argument the next morning when you're supposed to be enjoying yourself because you're away. Yeah. I just... Um, and the, the, the age difference for those sort of things is right because when you get to a certain point you can't just pick up and leave like you've got to make those choices like uh, traveling is a young person's thing unless you've got money yeah unless you've unless you somehow because like there's a guy that's my age now that's just gone but he's had a sabbatical and he has enough money to to like subsidize his year but year away so he could still pay his mortgage or whatever so Unless you're in a really lucky situation like that, then this guy is not going to down tools and fuck off. Like no. it's just not going to happen, especially if he's got properties, if he's got stuff that he needs to like look after. Six years doesn't sound like a long time, but it can be if he's at a different life stage than you, and that could be where yeah. what this question is about. Really, is that he's at a different point in st- a different stage in life. Yeah. I think I like I never like saying about breaking up and things like that because that's not what we're here for. No. And um obviously we only give you advice like we say in the disclaimer but if I was going away for a year I I would leave it especially because of the fact like you don't want to have the responsibility of having to mesh them every day and if you forget is there going to be a problem and things like that it's just easier. And what happens if like you meet someone when you're traveling or or like he meets someone while you're away? Like it's just it's just easier to just don't get me wrong though if like that year comes up you come back he's still single you're still single you've got out your system you want to get back to thing and there's something still there then there's no reason for you not to carry it on yep all all for it yeah yeah but I think in the basis of like traveling I think it's probably easier for you and like peace of mind just to nip it. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think, obviously, being totally open and honest about it is the best way to be. Yeah. And if he wants to carry on seeing you right up until February, then that's an option that you can pursue. But um, it's not going to be any easier for you to break up in February than it would be now. So if your plan is the whole time to break up in February, you've got to kind of have that agreement set in stone. 
Yeah, it's happening. Because he might think he could convince you between now and then, and that might be why he says to stay together, which isn't going to be healthy. Another reason why to nip it, because if you're, you don't need that. No. Like, you're constantly going out for meals from now until then, and he's going, oh, if you weren't going away, we could do this. Oh, if you weren't going away, we could do this. Oh, it's like, shut the fuck up. You could see that coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can see that coming, and that I'm, I'm no no fault of his own. I feel as though most blokes would probably do that. So, just because you you're so desperate for what you've got going already to carry on, then you would be selfish in that situation. So, I don't think it's any fault of the guy. I just think really, you just need to almost like be mature about it and realize that you want two different things. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But Please don't stop listening. Obviously, be safe on your travels and, uh, you know, catch up when you get back and um, stay in contact. We want to know what's going on and, and what you're up to. Definitely. So this listener says, good morning to you both, even though it's quarter past eight at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been following the pod since the start and I love the show. Guys, keep it up. The panda stuff in the last episode was in poor taste for me, but maybe I'm a sensitive soul. I'm not going to apologize for that, but um, I'm sorry you feel that way. It, it, I was in no way trying to offend anyone. I, and I was no way saying that we should pick up guns and hunt down all the pandas. I was just making an observation of what an incredibly ridiculous state a panda is <laughs> and what we go through to keep them alive. That was my pure. <laughs> but as we say to you guys, I'm in this podcast as well to do whatever the fuck I want. Yep. And uh, I want to talk about pandas. And the disclaimer <laughs> is there for a reason. It's our yeah. opinions. <laughs> but um, like I said, I had no way wanted to offend, so I'm sorry. But, you know, I ain't taking it back. Um, <laughs> a question for me. I've been talking to someone online for a while now and they are wanting to meet up with me. Only problem is I know that she's married, but is still trying to pursue me. She has no idea I know she's married and I found her real Facebook and Instagram months ago. I've been putting a stop to us chatting and flirting a few times, but it's lasted a few days. Then I'm right back at it. I think because I started to have feelings and I can't help myself. I'm in a sticky situation. Do I meet her and become a home wrecker in this knowing in this knowingly, or shall I speak to her about the fact I know she is married? All answers needed, guys, even some of the funny ones, so I don't think I'm a total piece of shit. <laughs> uh I don't think you're a piece of shit, not yet anyway. I mean you could be very close to it. Mm. <clears throat> um you don't know what her situation is, right? Yeah, like, they could be in a very unhappy marriage. Swingers as well. They could be in an open relationship. They yep. could be. It doesn't. I think talking is always the it's the most uncomfortable way of dealing with things, but also is the easiest way to resolve it. Yeah, I do think um, the fact that she's deceived you. I don't know how you figured out that she is married or where she's using a different name, or whatever. So easy, um, so easy. You'll find out that most people will use. They're rich, so you get all the photos right on their dating site. Mm. Man, most people don't have that many photos, and the ones they do like, they put up on their social media. Right. So, all you need to do is if you've got their first name and maybe their area, <clears throat> so say it'd be like 
Jamie Maltman and say you've got on your profile you live in Milton Keynes. I'm saying that because I know you don't. You'd put in Jamie Milton Keynes. Mm. It would come up with all the Jamies in Milton Keynes and then you just find the profile picture that's the same as the dating one. Boom. Done. There you go. Dan's obviously done that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because dating is such a fucking like, you need to make sure it's they're real fucking people. situation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? That's very true. That's very true. And But what I would, yeah, what I would take into account is the fact that you, you figured out this person's deceiving you in a way. Yeah. Because she's she's not mentioning it. She could even be using a different name. I don't know how you were talking to this person. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's obviously our go-to is speak, be honest with each other. And blah, blah, blah. But I would be very wary about the answers you get back and mm. be careful mm. about it. Because if she's if she seems still a bit off off key, then you meeting up with her, you could just be the affair that she's looking for online. Yeah. Like I said, you don't know her situation, right? Like she might not have told you that she's married because she thought it would I mean, get you to run there's away. There's no there's no acceptable reason for cheating, but <clears throat> if like she's at the end of the marriage, she's at the end of a divorce, or like I said, if she's an open marriage. Mm-hmm. If she's in an open marriage, most of the time, the, they say, like, you can do this or you can do that, but we don't want to know about it. So she's probably trying to keep it separately. Yeah, so totally you don't know her yeah. husband. Yeah. From her life. <laughs> so, so, but I think as well, if you said to her, I know you're married, one thing that could scare her off, which is a good thing. Or she'll be open and be like, okay, I am married. <clears throat> this is why. And then you've got your answer. Then you can get down the day. Yeah, yeah. But I think don't be a this guy saying that is he's catching feelings. That's why he keeps going back. Is uh, where you just need to be careful, man. You just need to be careful because if you are just for her that going to be the casual relationship on the side of whatever situation she's in, whether it's like open relationship or whatever, you're never going to be number one. And if you're expecting to be, then you won't be. So. You need to definitely make sure you've got it grounded where she, what her actual situation is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it could be a very good situation if it's an open relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, just be careful, man. Like, obviously, you know, you you know, at a certain point, you're going to be doing what's wrong. Mm. But um, we're all out to have fun. YOLO, Jamie. <laughs> I fucking that... had my legs crossed for too long. I've got muscle spasms in my head. <laughs> I'm old, Jamie. I'm old. That was the most British YOLO I've ever heard. YOLO, Jamie. YOLO. <laughs> it's because it's. I, I try to say it the most ridiculous way because it's such a, a stupid phrase. I remember trying to explain that phrase to my mum probably about five years ago, ten years ago, and I was like, "It's like you you only live once," and she's like, "What?" Like, <laughs> you only live once how do they know I was like mum don't take it so literally don't take carpe it carpe diem carpe diem mum <laughs> seize the day seize the day uh... Um, yeah online's such a fucking shit show you know what I mean it's it, most people are either like lying and pretending to be someone else mm. <clears throat> it's um, oh, I hate it 
It's a cabin of snakes. It is, yeah. Definitely what did I say on the other episode? It's a cauldron of lemurs. Oh, that, <laughs> you, you won't know that reference yet, guys, because that's in the future. Time travel shit going on. <laughs> Just wait for the cauldron. <laughs> there are so many times that I've said stuff in this podcast and I'm looking at you thinking to myself, is he going to come out with something? Cause it hasn't happened I'm trying not to. That's the first time I slipped. <laughs> um, I don't really have any any um similar situations to this there was one woman that i was um i saw on dating things for ages i can't remember if i spoke about it before and um i saw her in um my local when i was living in a different house she was in my local corner shop Hmm. and then a couple weeks went by and i was like oh fuck it like i'll message her and just say hello and she had a word cap on a thing. Like, you had to basically write an essay or she weren't going to fucking take it. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was like, oh, hi, blah, 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 blah. I like your profile, bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. Oh, by the way, I think I saw you in my local shop. Just to, like, start conversation, just to be like, oh, you know, I think I saw you. Just to be like, you're a real person, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And she messaged me back and she goes, uh, nice way to be a fucking creep. And that sent me off then because I was like, you fucking bitch. (laughs) And I was like, how am I a fucking creep because I saw you in a fucking shop? You know what I mean? And I just fucking, I started ranting. And I'm like, no wonder you've been on here the same amount of time as me if you're a fucking ignorant bitch. And then she just was like, oh yeah, coming back at me because you're the fucking, and I was, oh man, I just fucking went railing on her. (laughs) And I was like, good luck being single the rest of your life, you fucking crazy cat bitch. (laughs) And then I, and then I carried on. Fucking hell, man. Some people are... Like, how is that creepy? Just to be like, oh, no, by the way, I a, think It's I... a chance encounter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. To even... say, like, you just we're close. You from my photos. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, fucking... It's not like I said... It was like, oh, I saw you open the door and I went and sniffed the handle as you went in. And you smell <laughs> really nice. That's fucking creepy, you know what I mean? It happened to Ugh. me It happened to me years ago. I don't know whether I've said this as well. I've said so many stuff on this podcast. I forget whether I've said it or not. <laughs> I was, I, do you remember the student union? Yeah. I went down to the student union to watch a band one night with a girl that I was trying to get with. And, um, it was a screamo band. Fucking hated it, but it was, um, it was a band either way. And I was down at the student union. I'd left. I'd come off MSN back to the MSN days, guys. I come off MSN to go down to this do and we were like drinking and stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, I turned around and there was a girl and she's like, Oh, hi, hi Jamie. And I didn't know anyone at this thing. Cause I was like a chavvy kid in the middle of like all these grunge kids. The only mm. person I knew was the girl I was with. So I was like, how does this person know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then at first, cause obviously Luton's a small place. I was like, she must be a relative. So I'm like, so I started talking to her and we were talking and this girl was a bit more heavy set, I would say, being polite about it. Mm. She was quite, she was a big girl. Um, I was always a big guy, so I can say that. Fuck you lot for, before you start sending me emails. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, We were chatting away and I was, and she was like, oh, my name's, um, I'm not going to say the name because I might get in trouble. But 
my name's so and so, and I was like, oh, and I was like, I've been talking to this girl for like three years on MSN. She went to a different school. Right. We've been talking for so long. Like she's always been flirtatious with me, but didn't really do anything about it. We've been on webcam together. We've done loads of stuff, chatting shit to each other. Never really went anywhere. But she found out I was at this gig. Went to this gig. And she looks nothing like her photos were on webcam. Because she somehow managed to hide the fact that she was not She was a big girl. So I couldn't even recognise her. And then she got really <laughs> angry. And then like the girl that I was with got really upset because they were friends. And it was all like a... They thought I was like messing them around and stuff like that. I was like, I didn't even know that she was coming. I didn't even recognise her when I first met her, and it ruined the whole <laughs> night for me, innit? <laughs> totally fucked the whole night for me. I was trying to get That's my end away. <laughs> well, fuck it out. It was so you got bad, a threesome though. there if you played your cards right. And now I've seen her on Facebook recently, the last couple of years, and she's lost all the weight. Mm. And she looks like what she was trying to catfish me with. It was fucking mental. <laughs> Good on her. Um, yeah, good luck. Let's know how it goes. <laughs> and um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't want to say about that. There. <laughs> hey, we both did just for a second. You know what I mean, <laughs> angry, angry at our pass. Um, hello, lads. It's been a while. I've got a problematic situation. I've managed to break my TV, and I blamed it on the cat. <laughs> My wife is not convinced and not happy about it at all as she isn't speaking to me. I'm not sure if I can continue the lie or should I confess now and apologize. It will take a couple of months to save up to afford a new TV. So we have to use the one upstairs at the moment. And it really is. And it's really not living up to our standards. Do help. Well, there's like very, you can normally get a TV out there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was... (laughs) If you're in the UK, there's loads of places you can do like buy now, pay later uh, situations if you want a good TV. I don't think that's the question. I think, uh, you know, you know what Jamie's answer is about lying. Continue the lie. Take it to the grave. Take it to the grave. Take it to how the does grave. She not, how does she not believe him? Because cats are fucking arseholes. And I said that in the email. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, maybe if it was a dog, I'd be like, come on. But a cat. It's very true. I, although I may, I may disagree with you in the dog part. My like Rocco has done some sketchy shit, man. Like to, even today, I ate some lamb, and I put the lamb on the side because well, I had to quickly run to the toilet. I come out and he's tr- attempted to try and get onto the counter of my of my kitchen, but obviously because <laughs> he can't jump six foot, well four foot in the air, he fucking face planted the floor and there was a massive bang. And I come out and he's like trying to re- get himself out of uh, unconsciousness. <laughs> Charlotte's <laughs> <laughs> like shout at him, and he's like dazed as fuck. So dogs can do the same shit, man. I think there's more like food orientated, where cats are just like, I'm bored. Yeah, let me be a dick. Yeah, have you yeah. seen that video of the cat that's about to knock something off, and the woman's underneath it, about to catch it, <laughs> and he's like, No, don't think I'm going to knock it off now. And then she walks away, he knocks it off. Like you <laughs> fucking prick. When you had Gizmo, did he used to do the thing where, like, you see it and cats just edge things towards the edge and then, like, knock it off? Um, never in front. Of, not no, not really. There was a few times he would go into the bathroom mm. and he would knock like the toothbrush off or something like that. But I think that's more because he's, he's stupid. 
yeah. yeah, his war kids, yeah. Um, he he was more of like being sick on purpose, sort of cat, <laughs> not knocking or like biting things that he shouldn't be. I yeah. still go around and I still you still hear me go like fucking cat <laughs> because I find like a wire and it's got teeth marks all in it, and I'm like, you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but have you seen that video of the? <laughs> the he does a few of them. The daughter goes up to her dad and is like, I want a cat. So then he pretends to be yeah, a cat to yeah. show how... <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. She's, she's like, no, dad, no. And he's like pushing yeah. the glass off the side. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> like flinging the glass. I'm like, yeah, that's a fucking cat right there. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. If, if you apologize... Either way, you can have to buy a new TV, right? So mm-hmm. I would normally say own up, but at this point, you've got to buy a new TV. A cat's a prick anyway, and it just, just saves a cat, whole. Just yeah, leave just it leave the it on the cat. Fuck the cat. Just leave it on the cat. Just leave it on the cat because at the end of the day, as Dan says, you're going to pay for it. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. What's the point in owning up? You're only going to start an argument, which you then got to pay for it anyway. Because you've lied, you'll get absolutely <laughs> fucking rinsed. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to tell more people about the cat so yeah. the lie gets bigger and it seems more impressive than it. It's just you and your mo- missus. Be down the pub and she's like, like listening. Fucking Mo Fussa from the fucking Lion King has got it in and fucking <laughs> knock the TV over. Just be like, take her down the pub and tell the barman, oh, you never guess. I have to come down for a pint because I fucking cat knock the TV off and he'll be like, yeah, cats will do that. You just That's all that. And they're doing that unknowingly just you know, Generic making answers. your lie. Yeah. But they're making your lie stronger because they're agreeing. <laughs> as he's, as he's doing that, with the glass cleaning the top of it. <laughs> Can't trust cats. I had a cat to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, get yourself a nice TV. They're not that expensive anymore. I don't know if you're in, um, UK or not. Um, you can pretty get. I think. Um, where did I see it? Asda and stuff that they do TVs now. Yeah, you can get a quite a good quality, even a, a good quality like Android TV or smart TV for probably about three, four hundred quid. Yeah, depends on the size you're going for. I I because I was single, I've got a seventy-five inch L, LG. Yeah, I bet you do. I fucking bet you do, Dan. You'd know it because you came up and you were like, is your telly big enough? I can't remember. In the front room on the wall. Oh, yeah, that is fucking massive. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, I, I was happy with my 50-inch because I won it from work in a raffle. And you were yeah. like, oh, yeah. And then we walked into the room and it's 75-inch on the fucking wall. I was thinking, this bastard. Lights up the fucking front room. He's trying to big Mum... Mum's always like, when you buy a new car, you never buy an older car. And I'm like, when you buy a new TV, you never go smaller. It's true. So you imagine what my next TV is going to be if it's 75 now. You're just going to have to buy a fucking cinema. (laughs) I thought I was like, the next time I'm just going to spend a bit extra and get like a really nice projector. Yeah, I could do. Yeah. You've got the wall for it. Yeah. So I'll probably do that. But hopefully this one lasts a long time because it costs a fucking thousand pounds. Um, but yeah, good luck. Hopefully, you get a nice TV. Um, two men, two sets of great advice, two legends. There you go. 
There's a fucking headline for you there. Tagline. It should be, yeah. Um, I believe the man is a real thing. I've most definitely seen him in my sleep. That was before I knew about him too. Be aware, guys, don't mess with him too much. Ooh. That's what I say to Jamie when he always brings these things up. I did tell you, didn't I? Uncle Joe, the famous Uncle Joe, told me at work that he uh, he saw the man in his sleep after listening to our episode. I was worried I was going to, but I didn't. I'm surprised you didn't. I'm surprised. Yeah, He's I a creepy too. looking guy. Maybe I did, and it just doesn't creep me out because my dreams are pretty fucked up anyway. For those that don't listen to the JCBs, go back and listen to that one because that was a little bit of a weird one. Yeah. This one, this week, this week's one though made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the cutting I did on that episode as well was fucking funny, man. Because <laughs> we go into like some weird rant about uh, like black facing in the <laughs> Disney. <laughs> to cut it did we? <laughs> yeah. Like I said, as soon as that black record button characters stops, characters in Disney. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was like, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I just cut the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I would too. <clears throat> I don't blame you. Yeah, as soon as that record button stops, I've just it's like memory wipe. Yeah, same. Until I listen to um, it. So, on a one night stand a few months ago, oh, I like this story. I had a bad stomach bug, but at the time I didn't know it. We were getting it on in the bedroom, her bedroom. And it was all pink, which should have been enough to put me off. Fifty shades of pink is hardly a turn on. (laughs) (laughs) What a terrible book. Um, As we come to the conclusion of the act, I received a shit straight down my leg and onto her duvet. She never noticed and I tucked her duvet under the bed with my foot and finished the deed. I left shortly after never to hear nor see of her again and never admit to anyone until today. I am an am I an animal for this, or shall I put it down to an experience as I know not to have a big curry on the night I'm planning to meet someone? Yeah, I, I do the same with like Italian food, like no creamy sauces. <sighs> um, you are an animal. <laughs> you left an a animal? shitty duvet. <laughs> you left it a shitty me of, duvet um, in the fucking in the one that stands room that is can you imagine waking up next day not really remembering your night and you're like oh i had a good shag last night and then oh where's my duvet gone and then you start pulling it out and it's just fucking shit everywhere oh my god do you remember the scene from train spotting uh yes i do remember and then they argue with it and it flings shit all over the kitchen counter <laughs> Um, I can't imagine if he was able to tuck it under. It can't have been that much. I mean, when you do like doggy, uh, anal with a woman or a man, whatever you do, sometimes there's some like leakage. Mm. Obviously, his was a non-sexual thing, but I mean, it's the same sort of. You'd still respect for you for how to keep on going though. Might like I would have been floppy, like yeah, trying to deal with it at the same time. Yeah, the fear of it, yeah. it coming out. I'd be like, what? But um, I was the first thing I thought about is like, does she have a dog? Oh God! Because if oh, God. She, that's probably why you hadn't heard anything because she probably thought it was the dog. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a good little excuse there. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking worse had... than that. I was thinking the dog's fucking ran off with the duvet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you think like, obviously, oh, we saw about cat. Uh, 
Yeah, I saw this video today of this woman and she's like, I come home and I smell something really bad. I was looking everywhere and I thought I'd make a cup of tea and she goes to turn on the kettle and she found out the cat had shit in the toaster. (laughs) 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 So that's what I mean. So like, she could have not thought nothing or wake up the next day Mm. and if she's got a dog and she finds shit on the, she'd be like, oh, you have fucking scrotum. I don't know the dog's name. Scrotum. And, uh, yeah, you know I mean, and she never thought anything of it. You got out scot free. Hopefully, because if you run into her again, you're going to be the laughing stock of her friendship group, or the hero of yours. Yeah, well, for for carrying on with shit, for carrying on the legacy. <laughs> I I personally don't think he's an animal. I think accidents happen. I um. Before I knew that I couldn't have dairy, I can't remember if I said before, I took a girl to an Italian, mm. had a fucking carbonara. And when we got back to hers, I had to just fucking evacuate. No, uh, yeah, like proper bad. Yeah. And then there was another, um, there was a woman that I went to go meet. And on the way there, I was like, oh. And for for the record, I know where most of the Asdas and things, like where public toilets are, because obviously I've always had some from them. So I'm like, I'll message you, Sam, gonna be late. I'll stop at Asda and I'll go. Yeah. And then I'll go to hers. So I went to Asda, sat in there for like 20 minutes, got to hers, had to go another two times and still managed to seal the deal and leave. There you go. There you go. Doesn't always hold you back, guys. I know. You've got to be charming. <laughs> charming enough that you can shit in their house twice. <laughs> oh, man, I fucking hate it. Like, yeah. I'm really, like, like when it first comes, it. yeah, like, I don't fart or anything like that. Like, I remember having sex and being, like, really bloated and just needing to fart. Mm. And I just couldn't do it. I managed to go, for, and then, like, when I got in my car, I was that like, massive, like, long, like, oh, <laughs> letting it all out. <laughs> like, the things you do not to look like a pig. I know, it's so you know, bad, isn't it? Like, I remember some <laughs> of the bullshit I used to do. I used to... I used to spray the inside of my shoes because, you know, I'm always obsessed with fucking smell. Yeah. And when you go around girls' house, they always wanted you to take the shoes off. So I'd, like, go and fucking absolutely douse my shoes in fucking, like, aftershave and shit. <laughs> Just so when I took my shoes off in uh, their house, there would be no shoey smell at all in the hallway. So I was a paranoid <laughs> motherfucker. And then when you I look back do... on that, I'm like, you're crazy, man. You're crazy person you always... for doing that. You always do that thing with like the aftershave and that when you're younger where you spray a bit down your boxes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Slightly burn the top of your piece. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you weird. Like I don't understand how people do that. I used to love going into the toilets and nightclubs and you'd be like, no spray, no lay, innit? And he'd be like spraying you down <laughs> and he'd be like spraying your dick and everything and you'd be loving it and he'd be asking you for a pound. You just throw him a couple of twenty P's and he'd be on it. But it, that would be always be my big thing when I was in the nightclub. <laughs> Sometimes no, I used to just go to the toilet just to do that. Fucking hell. It's the people that like go into like super drug and boots to spray like the free perfect. My mum does that sometimes if she forgets to put some on. She'll be like, I just need to pop into boots and she'll go and spray a bit of perfume on. Hey, every time I'm do you know I go on a flight or whatever? As uh-huh. soon as I'm in the duty free, mate, I'm in there spraying myself. Oh, I can't stand the smell's too strong, man. I don't wear aftershave. Really? It gives me a headache, yeah. There's some lighter smelling ones that you get on with, I think. 
Nah, I've got a few that I like, but like I don't mind. Like I can spray it on my wrist mm. lightly, but if it's like near my neck or on my head or anything like that, or like too much for it you. comes out my t-shirt. Yeah, like oh my fucking head. Hate me, man. I fucking spray everywhere. <laughs> um, I forgot what we we're talking about. Poo. <laughs> yeah, um, that's one hell of a story, man. I I would keep that. I'll definitely probably keep it to yourself, but still very fucking funny. And the <laughs> fact that you uh that you kept on going even after it, I'll give you a virtual high five yeah. for that one. A hundred percent, yeah. And finished yeah. as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, last email. Thanks for the previous advice. I took it I took it, I kicked him to the curb and we haven't spoke since he tried to get it back into my life. He subsequently has a new girlfriend who happens to be the girl that he cheated on me with. So this was um, the lady. She said that her ex that cheated on her wants to come back into her life and she wants to, us help to stop him from cheating again. Right, okay. Yeah, and we, so were basically we had a like, guest for that show, didn't we? Yeah, I think it was Brian. Maybe, yeah. No, it wasn't Brian. It was Jim. um, Jimmy. Jimmy the hair guy. Right, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> um, thank God you emailed in because I was worried about you because obviously I mentioned it the next episode after that because I was like I just really hope that you get rid of him yeah and it just shows he already had someone lined up like you told him no and he went right back to the fucking woman he cheated on you with exactly he had to he had to, he was probably messaging you all at the same time yeah just to see you with fucking stick what a piece of shit they mm. fucking deserve each other you know what I mean yep fucking man um I'm also dating a nice guy and he seems to be what I need in my life right now. And there you go. You you were considering getting back with him because you hadn't dated anyone in a while. There you go. You know what I mean? You found Good things nice. come. Yeah. Uh, we have one issue at the minute and that's my job. I'm a female Uber driver just while I'm studying. As you can imagine, I'm harassed quite often, especially on a Friday and Saturday night with the drunk guys at the pubs. My boy is being quite protective and he wants me to end the job. I need the money and the flexibility of working is perfect for me. What can I do to help my boyfriend not worry so much? Should I quit and hope to find something else? Thanks, guys. If you can find something as flexible and um, that pays you just as much, then go for it. But I wouldn't say there's many, many jobs that are as flexible as doing an Uber driver job on your own time can you um, not do uber eats is that not the similar i know it probably won't be as much money i don't know how much money the difference is i don't know what the fair difference is i think that's a that's definitely an avenue to go down or deliveroo or could even do both i know a lot of the drivers do both um don't they do all of them i saw a guy in america that it was like an app and it gives them all of them probably. i don't know what they are in the and then he just basically sees the how much they are, and then he just just like declines or accepts. Yeah, because if it's like a five pound one, I can imagine you get like twenty p or something. But if you've got a fifty pound order, you're getting five pound. So they they would go and do that one, wouldn't they? I don't I don't know what mm. the averages are. That's just off the top of my head. But that's all. That might be an opportunity. You'd still get a certain amount of harassment from like drunken idiots at the door, but you wouldn't get someone in your cab the whole time. I don't know. It, it, for me, it is a dangerous job for a for a, 
a young girl to be doing because she says she's studying. Um, it's dangerous for fucking guys as well. We've had a guy. Well, we've here. had a guy that had uh, yeah. been offered a load of jobs. And yeah, shit like that. What was it? The Gluck Gluck Three Thousands. <laughs> no, that was. It was just called Gulp. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> and I was like, "Yeah, do it." Um, I think I yeah. It's tough, right? Because he is trying to look out for you, but then work's tough, right? Yeah. If you got you got bills to pay, there's nothing you can really do. And 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 nowadays, what job's fucking safe? Like, if you work in any sort of um, customer based job, it's never fucking safe. No, of course not. We we dealt with a lot of harassment and bullshit when we were in retail. The girls probably even dealt with even more. The girls that we were working with from all the pervy blokes. Yeah. Um, like we had that uh, situation about the guy that had a, re- a good relationship with a divorcee customer and then was almost like fucking sexually assaulted in the pub. Do you remember? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter like what sex you are. I don't think at the end of the day, I think it's always going to be, there's a, a certain element of risk to what you're doing. Mm. You're not doing anything untoward. You're earning your money. Like your boyfriend's just got a kind of like, if you call him a few times during your, during your working hours or whatever, just to keep his uh, mind at peace or tell him he needs to fucking pay for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for you both. I'm sure most Uber drivers in that have like cameras recording the inside of their cars, yeah. right? Do they not? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's actually a thing they have to have. Yeah, because I've seen a couple. There's a guy in America that records people that get in his his Uber and then they cancel it. Yeah, yeah, because it's a known scam. Yeah, yeah, and he'll drop them off at the police station. I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> She's like, I need to get the plane. I'm going somewhere, and he's like, and stop doing <laughs> fucking Uber halfway through. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it was a mistake with the app, and he's like, shut up. And I'm like, yeah, good on you, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nice. Um, I think. It's nice that he's thinking that way. Yeah. Definitely. Um, if it keeps on going, then it's going to be too much. It's going to be paying the fucking ass. But yeah, if you ain't got, you can't just quit your job. Like no one in a normal fucking society just quits their job because their fucking partner's like, like you got bills and you got things to pay for, especially if you're a fucking student as well. Like you need I, the money. It would be a totally different answer if you were doing, if he was working in like a rehab facility for crackheads and stuff. <laughs> and he was worried yeah. about your well-being, but at the end of the day, you're doing Uber driving. It's nothing untoward. I don't think you're any safer working in a shop. To be honest, no. No. So... Do you remember we had when we worked at the co-op? We had a younger um, member of staff, and there's a guy that brought flowers and that into her. Yeah, and she was at that time probably underage, was she? Um, I can't remember, but I know he came in once and she was really freaked out and we had to like hide her out the back mm. until he was gone. And he came in and he was like, oh, she working tonight? We were like that. <laughs> get the fuck out. Hoofed him out. Because some guys just get a weird thing where they are, like get obsessive over women. I think it's when they get like, when men are, are lonely to a certain point and then someone's nice to them. Yeah, they get this like weird, like infatuation towards them. They're like, oh, "She likes me." 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna like bring her flowers and chocolates, and hopefully it's gonna come out. And you're just like, fuck off. Mate. And in their head, that's romantic. But in the the girl's head, it's like, what the fuck's going on? Especially when you're like a forty year old man, and she was like seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. No. But um, no, I'm sure you're being safe. You know what I mean? Like, but. I think for me, you kind of like there's a certain niceness between <laughs> him being protective and him being over the top about it. And I think once that ki- that goes a bit over the line, you need to make sure he it's dealt with. Otherwise, he could start controlling other parts of your life and stuff like that. If you if he's that way inclined, I'm not saying he is, but if he if he does become that way then um, it's better to nip it in the bud early. Could it be a little bit of like um honeymoon period? Hmm. Like it's a new relationship and like he's, you know, right in there. Yeah. And that's why he's being so sort of protective, a little bit of like you're mine, sort of, I don't want anyone else to, or you to meet someone else, like a little bit of like insecurity. Possibly, possibly. He could be doing what I did when me and Charlotte lived in the flat. We were like on the other side of town where the only difference was there was a country lane in between us, between mm-hmm. us and like her friends and stuff. And I would always say to Charlotte, do not walk down that fucking country lane by yourself. Charlotte being Charlotte would decide at like one in the morning drunkenly, she would just run down the country lane rather than getting an Uber <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> being a misindependent woman well. yeah <laughs> um and then i'd be so annoyed because obviously i'd be worried about all the perverts fucking driving about and i think there is that level in like i would say that's innocent protectiveness yeah um but it, then you can also go over the top like as i said many a times in this podcast i've i was way overprotective at the beginning thinking charlotte's gonna run off of any tom dick and harry yeah and she kind of needed to calm me down so that could be it could be one or the other yeah it's hard to tell without you know i mean you're going by emails yeah okay but um i don't think it's harm there's any harm in looking for other jobs but there's no way you can just go up and fucking quit you know what i mean that's just ridiculous yeah and as long as you've got like your phone charged and like uh, jamie says like you can check in and you've got like the inside of your cab being filmed it's no different than working in a fucking shop exactly yeah, you know I mean, it's all the same things there, and people get fucking mugged in shops and harassed, attacked. Yeah, so um, you're never gonna be fucking safe anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your back. Um, yeah, hopefully we helped. Love hearing from you. So glad that you got rid of that fucking dirt bag and yeah, and you got this guy. So keep it up. Only good things happen. And uh, I think my tank's empty, Jamie. Well, if Dan's tank's empty, you know what that means, guys. It's the end of the show. (laughs) 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 Um, Stay tuned next week, guys. We've got a guest coming on. Um, As always, send in any any questions, any content ideas, any... Uh, feedback for the show 
also with the Christmas show coming up to uh, this month, send us in um, any question related to the like Christmas period or holidays, any worries you have. Let's hear them. Um, send them into two men no hope at gmail.com. And that's it from me, Dan. I'll see you next time. Yeah, man. See you then. Bye. See ya. So I was double checking that I 